1: Cold Start, I don't care. Yeah. Cool. Mikey, Violent Soho and a couple of secret hardcore bands, but maybe <laughs> maybe maybe you'll announce it sometime, who knows? But yeah. How you going man? It's been yeah. yeah. Some some crazy fucking times. Mm-hmm. It's been some crazy times. Eh? We're doing this That's we're doing right, this man. in uh, his humble abode at the moment because it's not a scheduled studio appointment and and also I don't mind doing this. This is good fun. It's good fun. It's nice to, to have do. you here, mate. Thank you very yeah, really much you. for inviting me into the abode. I yeah, love it. Well, it's awesome. such a cool setup as well, you know.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah I'm proud a lot. of
1: it. Put on my little shrines over here. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> perfect yeah, it's perfect, nice, yeah. So, I mean, for anyone not really uh, knowing too much about your backstory, um, you are the drummer of Violent Soho. Have you, outside of that though, have you played in any other bands, uh, before that?
0: Uh, yeah, i played in bands since I was, my first, I've been playing in bands since I was about 12 years old, um, <clears throat> my first band was called Steel Glacier, it was just like with the bloke I went to school with, um. We did, like,
1: Oasis and Metallica covers. Yeah. <laughs> Green, Day, Green Day covers. <laughs> so they always started So this is the trend. Usually guys that have started playing bands and shit, there's always a cover band. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, like... I mean, that's... I always say that's my first band. We never did a gig. <laughs> um, but we yeah. still got together and jam, <laughs> Yeah, though. You
1: yeah, know? yeah, that's, nah. Fuck, that's a band. Yeah, oh, I remember.
0: <laughs> it. I the first time having a mate come over my house and bashing away in the garage. Um was like, oh, I want to do this. This is so much fun. It's way better than playing by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. yeah, like I played in, um, as a teenager, I grew up in like Pentecostal church. So mm-hmm. I, my dad's a minister. So I always played drums in like the church band, which was really cool. Like I learned a lot. Like I played in a really good band um, as a teenager with a lot of really good musicians. Um, very like sort of like American gospel choir type like, you know, just jamming out, like, really spiritual sort of music, so it's really actually really cool, as much as I, like, don't really appreciate the culture of, um, the church that I grew up in, but, um... That actual side of it, like, it was a nice little distraction.
1: <laughs> yeah, throughout all the bullshit that you've seen, and you're just like, ah, oh, oh, questioning your morality on it. You're like, yeah. at least I get to fucking play drums. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that and that
0: was like that was really. I mean, because like what people resonate with in those environments is the music. Yeah, for sure. You know. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Mm. Especially like mm. the big like orchestral mm-hmm. choirs and churches. Yeah, and stuff we had that all do all those singlongs and shit. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah. I've seen all kinds of videos of that. The ones that I get real fully into it and mm. shit and fall over. Oh, I'm possessed. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In, insane. But the music that goes along with it is just as insane too. Mm. And, but I mean, like, even gospel music. is mm. what well, gospel mm-hmm. church music and shit as mm. well. Incredible.
0: Mm. Yeah, you it's got, really like, um... It comes from, like, liberation theology of, like, you know, feeling oppressed. And, like, I mean, it comes... It's all, like, most things are stolen from, like, African Americans. But, um like, most, like, good music is, but, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, nice, right? uh, and it comes from, like, you know, this culture of, like, um, slavery and oppression, um, it's just, like, a release, a, a place to go to, to, like, have that solidarity and release, and it's very spiritual when you're under, like, from that culture, under so much oppression, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, all you've got is your spirituality, and yeah, that's the thing, like, you've got to let people have those mythologies in their lives, because... I mean otherwise you're just a fucking slave yeah like everyone wants to believe in something so
1: that's right you know and i guess i guess it's kind of hard these days i probably have to do a little bit of soul searching myself you know like but not not in the terms of uh who should i believe in but what do i actually stand for like Mm -hmm. you know there's there's a lot of that i think especially in the last couple of years i think potentially like if if you haven't been trying to do something different during this time like not so much that you've wasted an opportunity but i feel Mm. like you've missed an Mm. opportunity to sort of do something with yourself because i've done a lot of soul searching this Mm -hmm. last couple Mm -hmm. of years and it's fucking hard it's been hard that's more than anything not Mm. not not so much finding more out uh, out about yourself but the isolation that's Mm. come along with it too i think Mm -hmm. not a lot of people have really dealt with it so well oh and it's, you un-
0: it's understandable because you're just left there with your shadow yeah and like that shadow side starts to become you and i think a lot of people like i mean it manifests as mental illness but like in a spiritual sense like that's really that side of you and this is like how i look at things like i mean I'm, i i do like as you can tell from all these books like i'm i like, read a shit ton. i'm a philosopher yeah yeah I, like I don't call myself a philosopher or whatever but um like from that perspective like i'm i'm my philosophy is in dialectics which is breaking down the 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 dividing line between the spiritual and the material and how they intersect constantly mm-hmm. um and you know as an atheist i still think like the spiritual is so real and in fact like atheism is the only real way to feel like your truth because mm-hmm. like there's no gatekeeping there you can actually like call it whatever you want, the universe, something more powerful than you, that Mm -hmm. um, you just can't understand, you just give yourself up to it. I went through so much, really like, I couldn't even imagine how bad things were gonna get for me, man. Mm -hmm. And um, really just confronted with my own personal demons at, at a point, and I just had to make a choice, you know, if I was gonna confront and really own that shadow side of myself. And as soon as I did start doing the work on that, my whole life turned around, man. And mm-hmm. like, actually at this point, I'm actually thankful for it, all that shit. Cause I made the choice to actively to grow from it and to heal from all that bullshit that I've been just suppressing in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was confronting, but I'm so glad I went through it. I think, um, looking at that, from a positive light, like, I'm only going to be more powerful, more strong going forward. I found, like, myself back to who I really was. Before, yeah. Before all this shit happened, you know. Yeah.
1: That's that's the crazy part about it all too, is like, you, when, when the world sort of slows down and you actually kind of have to think about things for a change rather than sort of putting them aside like you're mm-hmm. just working all the time you're do, you you're partying all the time you're distracting yourself mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. everything and anything going on mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. just to I guess have a good time mm-hmm. and then all that stops mm-hmm. all that stops you can't do that for what I don't know it, it probably what six months in total I guess during throughout this whole ordeal where you weren't really able to go outside sort yeah. of thing yeah well even as an mm-hmm. artist I mean it's been two years of like very little work oh yeah mm-hmm. the, the, from the work perspective in, in the music yeah that's yeah. a ho- totally different ball game yeah, as well sure. yeah like it's been even longer for that the creative side is still only just now being mm-hmm. able to start doing shit again mm-hmm. which in, in itself is starting to cause more divide and, and making it even harder for people to be wanting to come back into it because they're all starting to set this fucking narrative of like, or divide, basically, yeah, of yeah. like, you know, I don't I do don't no, really I, want to get into it on this, but no, like it's this like, whole backs and unbacks shit, it. right? Yeah, no, but totally, it, it, it's, totally. But it's, yeah. making, it, it's making it difficult for us to be able to get back to this normalcy again because mm-hmm. people are starting these divides, but yet they don't even really, I, I swear to God, they don't know... The shit that they're even talking about half yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. They have yeah, no yeah. <laughs> idea. Oh yeah. Some motherfucker oh, yeah. tried telling me that it's <laughs> like some sort of dictatorship that we're having to be mm. told what to do and mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm like, motherfucker, mm-hmm. have you ever? Do you know what dictatorship mm-hmm. means? Yeah, I know. Do it's you like, really? Yeah, it's like go the word, to Chechnya. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. one right <laughs> there, mate. That's a real yeah. dictatorship over mm-hmm. there, where this mm-hmm. guy, who have you killed mm-hmm. if you say bad things about him? Yeah, I know. You know, right?
0: Calling ScoMo a fascist or something. It's like you just sort of like thinning out the meaning of the concept of what fascism truly is like yeah yeah. i mean yeah they're conservative austerity government who've been forced to make a lot of public spending Mm. um like everyone's just done what they can man like Mm. and you've got to understand it from that perspective i think like when you talk about the the line like I, i mean i think the line at some point was if you're looking at social media especially like this whole like um myth of like the cancel culture or whatever mm, and i see like yeah. people still trying to like get in line with that like oh anti-vax if you're not anti-vax you're against the industry it's just like can you please stop calling art an industry like <laughs> you're a fucking corporate like i mean <laughs> yeah. what's going on with artists and it doesn't matter what's in each other's hearts because you don't fucking know yeah. and like by like you know excluding somebody from your creative outlet or, or kicking them out of your band because they're anti-vaxx and you're pro vax or vice versa or whatever the fuck, if they don't agree with transgenderism or whatever the fuck their opinion is, you might have your take on it, but you've got to respect that people just are growing to understand things in why mm. way. They don't necessarily like, you can tell if someone's really a hateful or cruel person, oh, fucking right? no. you, know? Yeah, you know, they, don't, they yeah. can't hide it. They can't. Yeah. And I mean, like, where's your solidarity? If you're so like about this, mm. if you're so left, like where's your solidarity? Why mm. don't you like? Why do, that's that starts at friendship, right? Mm. Bringing each other down, like I mean, that's not the point of like. I mean, you're like, so, how how are you so anarchist when all you can do is like, um, look to the legalities of mm. things or like, how am I gonna how? Oh, this isn't profitable for me. I mean, I got so tired of the "low is me" attitude of the music. Scene or industry as it is so much in Brisbane now, it's like evolved into like such an industry mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I started going to like local hardcore shows where there's just like 50 people, none of these bands have necessarily even got Instagrams, they're all ripping, they're all the sickest bands around. And oh,
1: dude, it's a two different world, yeah, you, yeah, you gotta like and you I was start like, going to more, right? Hey, you know what, so yeah, words. exactly. Yeah. And
0: I was like, you know what, um. I'm sick of fucking whinging. I just want to play music. I'll go back to get a regular job. I'll do whatever the fuck. Like I've been through this shit before. I've been in the music industry for twenty years. I remember mm-hmm. when file sharing fucked everything up. I've got a million stories about like
1: was it the, the file ups sharing. and downs. That was the whole fucking Metallica thing. Is that <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah? I mean, uh, but yeah,
0: I've got a hundred stories of the ups and downs. Napster, is and it naps Yeah, yeah the, that's the, right. The disap yeah Napster. Yeah. The disappointment. <laughs> of what you think is going to happen and it doesn't and oh no I can't do this it's like yeah you're going to have to change your fucking plans like there's still an outlet for music and stop finger pointing and just make some fucking tunes and get together with some people and stop worrying about what's inside each other's hearts because you never fucking know and like I'm sure there's a lot of legitimate reasons for people to be fearful of vaccination, so just stop judging everyone. Man, you're not a fucking judge. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm ranting,
1: but like, I no, get, get upset. But, about but that's this the shit, thing, man. though, as well. Like, with this sort of shit, like, this is what is kind of in people's minds right now mm. that, that are in the, the music scene. Uh, like, and especially, like, when you, when you try and voice this stuff online, whether it be left or right or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Generally, on the general th- thumb, like. There's usually going to be one fucker on there that jumps on and says, oh, "What about this?" That's usually like I can't do Facebook anymore. Like mm-hmm. I have a pro, oh. I have a profile for my page, like podcast yeah, yeah. and shit. I don't use it anymore. Fuck yeah. it, I hate Facebook. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's it's so bad, and the culture around that shit too has just it's so, it's so toxic now, mm. like, mm. I, I just usually use Instagram, it's, it, mm. it's a different animal, like, even though it's run by the same fuckers, yeah, 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 it's yeah. a different animal, yeah, like, yeah. so, it is, yeah, you know, and it's easier to promote shit, mm. on, mm. on Insta, than People it is. are more
0: receptive to Instagram. Yeah, yeah, like they fun. are yeah. too, and
1: there's less of a sort of algorithm attachment mm. to it, as well yes. as there is with Facebook, so promoting your shows and stuff on mm. Facebook, is mm. unless you're, and sponsoring them or paying for the advertising no one's going to see it Yeah. unless you tell all your mates hey can you share this for me please but yeah. after so many times of doing that people like whether or not they like you or not you kind of get like it's that sort of oh, okay fine mm. I will like there's that <laughs> less sort of in thrill yeah. behind yeah. it like because you're having to Constantly harass people to be like, "Hey, come like my shit and do it." Yeah. Because you can't get the reach if you're just doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. There's there's no choice other than to spend money, and it's like more yeah. And again, I'm an artist, motherfucker. I got yeah. no money. That's the <laughs> whole point. I'm here to make money, so it's yeah. even bigger fucking hurdle that they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you got this sort of shit coming into it now, where there's that divide starting, and, and it's the the main ideology behind it. I think should just be to, like you say before, like. If they're your friends, look up give them the choice. Like, let them. You know, mm-hmm. if they're afraid, if they're uncertain, give them the information, the right information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they then refuse to listen to it and then want want us go the other way, you did your best. Yeah, you don't have to interact with them. Yeah, you yeah. can stop. That's fine. Don't be
0: so arrogant as to dismiss other people's fears and concerns. I mean, yeah. like. The reality is, there's no completely safe vaccine vaccine in the world, and it's it's. I mean, the gray of the gray area of the argument is really the truth of it, in my yeah, opinion. Um, and like, make your choice. Like, I'm vaccinated, mm-hmm. and, um, and I you know, I know fun. that there's a risk, and like, look, I'm willing to take the risk for it. But I can, I'm not going to go and sit there and say that um, if you don't want to, or if you think that there's something insincere mm-hmm. about what's going on. That's fine. You're going to end up being, feeling forced into doing it, like, mm. more, more than likely. But I'm, like, I mean, look, I guess the issue is really just how people judge each other. Yeah. You know, like, everyone's sitting around judging each other. There's never going to be any solidarity within working class people. No. And, as, and rock and roll is the um, church of the working class, really. Like, Yeah. And, and that's how I feel about it. And... um yeah, it's just disappointing, but I feel like that sort of culture is dying out, really, the cancel culture. Um, what I've noticed is a lot of bands coming out of nowhere, like Resin Toon, we were just talking about before. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Who are just well-classed, and they don't have those a- ambitions to like, fuck with Q Music or give a fuck about stuff like this, because like you don't need an NGO to hand you an opportunity. You carve your own path. Mm. Triple J or whomever the fuck will come to you if you're ready for it. You don't need to sell yourself to Unearthed, start a fucking Facebook, like, which is basically a social media band competition for social media mm-hmm. um, with, like, a lot of people on there who just aren't ready, really, to be on the radio, in all yeah. honesty. And, um... Yeah, right. I mean, like, there's this other band, um, what are they called? Florid and Sorry? I walked past this dude busking yesterday, looked up his band, this math rock band, unbelievable, like, world mm-hmm. class. And I'm like where's this band come from? These are the bands that have popped up in the last two years when the opportunities were taken away. And Mm -hmm. I remember when Brisbane was like that, when I first started out, no one in Brisbane got signed. Mm -hmm. There was no ambition to get signed um, because Mm -hmm. it just was probably not going to happen. And in a way, like the industrialization of the creative, like, you know, it started from QUT really, the creative industries, the whole like training kids had, how to get work, Mm -hmm. how to get paid. That's more important than art. Um, it just takes the meaning out of life. You know, you're always going to be working as an artist. And I'm sorry, unless you're some rich kid, trust fund baby who can afford to, like, just live your fantasy out, like, you're going to have to work for it. That's, just fucking yeah. do the fucking work and have solidarity with each other because we've only got each other. We've only got our mates. Yeah. Like, there's that's... no, the rest is just a big bunch of bullshit. Seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's your cat's name again? Uh, Sorry. Dante Luna. Dante Luna. Yeah, she's just she's here just having a mad smooge to it. And just like <laughs> I'm worried that she's going <laughs> to stop the recording as well because she's loving it, aren't you? Oh, I mean, she's I'm a eh? I love all animals. Yeah, I am mean, I'm, I'm yeah, shocked, you know. Yeah. I see an animal or a cat or a yeah, dog yeah. unless, you know, unless they actually are keen with it. Like, I'll just go up and do this, eh? Yeah. Like, I got yeah, some nice. local magpie Ooh, Lush nibble, nibble. Nice I got some local magpies at work that I feed regularly. Yeah. And oh, now, I
0: love magpies. Yeah, yeah. oh, dude.
1: They There's, sound so pretty when they sing to each other. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. And I can whistle to them now and they come. To yeah, us I whistle shirt. to them. Yeah. My
0: one, I got my ones in the backyard, yeah.
1: I've now just got so another cute. two more birds as well. They're baby pied butcher birds, which are like the baby yeah. magpies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah you, you can tell they're young because they got like like all that grey feather animals. shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and like I, right. I can hand feed them now as well like i'm just i'm fucking awesome. when i'm at work you know like i'm at work so yeah. and even the boss man he'll pop his head out sometimes because he'll hear me fucking whistling he's like what's going on oh, right you're feeding the birds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> i'm like hey, hey hey they keep the pests away oh, i like, yeah no i'm the same dude i love animals
0: dude having this cat's been the best i got it when i moved in here about four months ago and yeah yeah, a little spirit animal. Real good connection with her, man. She's beautiful. I love cats. Right? Yeah. I mean, I love dogs as well. I love all animals, but I've always been a cat person. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you were saying before like you were in you've been in the music industry for like 20 years or so. Is that so was that when you sort of got your big start with Soho, like when with that or was that Oh, uh, I mean, on? it's probably not a whole
0: 20 years, like uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've always had ambition to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always my career focus has always been um, this. Yeah. So, I went. I guess I started going to uni, trying to figure it all out back in two thousand three. So it's almost twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Soho really started to gig a lot from, from about two thousand six. Mm-hmm. So that's when it really became like a very serious focus. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a long time
1: because i don't I, i'm trying to think when i really sort of actually noticed you guys more because i know i remember when i think when i think back to it now like because there's like those passages where you hear songs on the radio and you just like where have i fucking heard that song before or where have i heard that band before sort of thing and i'm pretty sure it was jesus stole my girlfriend yeah. um and i'd heard i swear i'd heard that one before but i just couldn't work out who the fuck it was and it might have been maybe about jesus seriously it's 2021 now holy fuck um, I think it might've been maybe about 2014, 2015, when I actually started listening to you guys and realizing, holy fuck, you guys are local. And then, um, it was, Oh well, wait, when was, when did Viceroy, uh, uh, Viceroy was 2016? That was 2016. Yes, yeah, so It was yeah. the one before that, um. Oh, uh, the album? Yeah. Hungry, yeah. Hungry yeah. Ghost. That's it, yeah, Hungry yeah, Ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But was there was a pretty was there a decent gap between that one and um Viceroy? Mm, oh that album's called Wake Over Wake Over Viceroy. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Viceroy's mean. the song. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no no worries. Yeah. Um uh, like three years, yeah. yeah so okay. we usually like um we don't we've always been like a quality over quantity. We take a long time to write an album mm-hmm. as a band. Um not all bands are like that.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I you know some can just yeah. fucking pump me out. like Yeah, no more, yeah. You know. I mean, like, I've played in a
0: lot of bands and, like, I've had, like, albums I've worked on when I wrote, where I wrote all the parts in a couple of days and then ones where I wrote it took, like, a year to figure it out, depending on what the fuck it was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's just how Soho's worked. Um, Luke, who writes the songs, like, he's very, very particular. Um, and so, yeah, we just don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like... The, there was um between Waco and everything is there okay there was like a three and a half year period that felt like a really long time yeah and we were quite keen to like get not make that a big gap but COVID's uh, of early. course yeah so it's yeah.
1: working out to be probably the it same time so it will
0: be yeah because we haven't been able to tour that album yet so yeah, right. from next yeah. year we'll tour it and then um Get into making another one, so it, it'll be another big gap again. because yeah, right. it's been two years, and we,
1: I mean, it's just two years off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. I mean, we like still it's... want to tour that album because we haven't really been able to bring it to people in that context. Yeah, and it's it. it I mean, that's how most bands would usually, you know, fucking get their profile bigger and shit too. They mm-hmm. release an album, then they fucking tour off the back of it, mm-hmm. so it helps you mm-hmm. be, uh, bring out your your spotlight on you as a band, yeah. sort of thing, you know. And then, yeah, there were so many releases that even happened over the COVID period. And you just think, fuck, man, if they went on tour with that, yeah. they could have like just gotten, they could have hit that stage, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? Shackles. Have you heard of Shackles? Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Sick band. Of course, right? I fucking love Shackles. Who doesn't, right? Um, their latest release, like, got on the independent charts or some shit mm-hmm. out of nowhere, which was insane. Because if mm-hmm. you've listened to Shackles, you wonder how, considering mm-hmm. what other bands were on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, and oh man, they could have been they, their exposure from that could have been so good. But mm-hmm. yeah, fuck, like, can't tour off the back of it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't, haven't been able mm-hmm. to. Yeah, you know? I mean, like the
0: way specifically our last album, we produced it in such a way and presented it in such a way to make it quite neat and very like it's quite a pop album mm-hmm. but like there's another like element sonically to it that we knew like live would come out really epic and sort of give like that surprises to like this is how the songs are like yeah, in this setting. Yeah. And we kind of pre- intentionally did it that way to like just expand on it live so we could open it up mm-hmm. and um we just haven't had that chance it's quite frustrating and I guess we still want to take that chance with those songs so we're not super interested in putting out new material we've got a couple of songs that we have put together um that were going to come out already but mm-hmm. again like Delta came along so we <laughs> so those yeah. are, that'll be out like early next year more, more, most likely when we start playing more and more shows Fuck, again yeah um just to have something. Yeah. You know? But um yeah, look I don't know how much it's gonna take to the next record, but I don't really mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> we've got plenty of music out there. Quality already.
1: over quantity like you yeah. said today. Yeah, yeah. no, because some bands do it and it works well, and some bands are the other way and they can do both. Some bands produce quantity and you think fucking stop. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah, sometimes there's freedom of expression, right? Yeah, like yeah I b- haven't
0: it. even listened to your last album yet. You got yeah. a new one, fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. Whatever. Yeah, well, see, um, I was going to get, I haven't got it yet, but I will, I, got, I get paid tonight anyway, but I'm going to get your latest release, A-OK. Um, I'll on, give you a on, copy. Gonna, I was going to get, have you got a cassette? Because I'm going to get a cassette
0: um, of it. I, yeah, I probably have a couple on cassette. I
1: could probably swing Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, okay, I'll cool. dig it up. I'll I've, dig got it up. A, I've got a growing collection. Yeah, I do. I've
0: got two on cassettes. So I'll give you one of my Oh,
1: copies. mate. I've got a collection that I've started since, look, mm. when COVID started was mm. when I started. I had two cassettes to start with. And as of now, from of March last year, I've got 145 cassettes. Ah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to just build off that now. I've got maybe about a dozen seven inches. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not really going to start my big LP, like 12-inch collection yet until I get the first ever sort of... The first album that changed everything for me. And it was 2006... Cannibal Corpse kill. All right, that was great the, album. Oh, dude, it was when they yeah. went to a new studio. Their mm. sound just went from that old school raw death metal mm. to a modern sort of death metal yeah. touch. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just insane. Yeah. They had Eric Grudder. Really, and,
0: really, such a good band. Wow. Yeah, incredible. And yeah. I
1: got I got a chance to see them in twenty twelve. Cool. And my god, mm. like just. The humming corpse grinder is a presence, and Mm -hmm. they don't. You know how, like, with some, they don't fucking move on stage. It's the funniest thing. Like, I don't know if there's that many bands out there that do it, right? But like, they do not move on stage when they're playing their songs. Like, they they take that stance. Probably used
0: to.
1: Maybe. Maybe. they're
0: They're old now. Yeah. But it's
1: just that, like it's it works for them though because yeah. it's that commanding presence yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, they don't no, no, move no. and shit. You, you get smashed by corpse grinder's neck, yeah. like from the front row because it's so huge. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. The it. whole yeah. So I'm not getting. I'm not starting that collection until I get that one on a 10 inch. Yeah, I,
0: I was at a um, I was at a tattoo place the other day, and there was just like a lot of local like diy labels with their cassettes for and like a little spot and then i was like man there's so many cool local releases on cassette yeah. i don't have a cassette player so i'm like yeah i'm yeah. getting a cassette player I'm yeah because cassettes sound sick man they're like so good like i, I guess it. like with vinyl i love vinyl but like most vinyls mastered digitally these days anyway so mm-hmm. it doesn't really sound that much different to a cd no like, with cassette you've really got you're really battling with the elements. Mm-hmm. It's, Nothing sounds more real than tape, really. Like we recorded the drums to the last album on tape. Oh, cool! And um, it was just so worth it because you just get that warmth, and you've got to like pay, you've got to pay respect to the process and what
1: rock and roll's supposed to sound like. Mm. It
0: just sounds way better on tape,
1: dude. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm thinking of a song. I was listening to it on the way here, actually, because I was just getting a refresher on some of the songs and how many albums you did and shit like that. In the aisle. Mm-hmm. Um, man, sounds like you're fucking murdering those drums in that intro, eh? Right? Like you're hitting them so hard. Yeah, you know? yeah. But like was that one that you're in the aisle, I can't remember which album that one was off, but It's was off it, Hungry Ghosts. Hung, Hungry Ghosts. So mm-hmm. did you do the same with that one where you would recorded it on tape sort of thing? oh uh, yeah, like... that
0: was recorded to tape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of yeah. um all of my all of our albums, the drums are recorded to tape. Yeah, okay. Um yeah, yeah, oh, yeah! I play really heavy. Like I, I've always hit hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love hitting hard. Yeah. And you can definitely hear it in that too. <laughs> yeah, like every yeah. that, like when you,
1: when you pay attention to like certain songs, when you're in that sort of zone, you're just like, man, he's fucking smashing that yeah, right yeah, now. It's yeah, not yeah. like he's tapping it. <laughs> nah, and uh, yeah, it's, like, it's like you wonder like how they record it too, <clears throat> and like is it is it how they play that live as mm. well? Like what's the energy and shit. So it's always cool like the recording process and stuff like mm-hmm. whether or not you just like to keep it simple or you like to try different things you know well one
0: of the challenges with recording to tape is you don't want to do like a million different drop-ins mm-hmm. like because it's just harder to match it all up yeah so like on the last album i was pretty happy i did quite a few of the songs in one take um that's not always easy man <laughs>
1: one take? <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. so i
0: was pretty happy with myself on that but um yeah yeah, it, yeah. But it is a challenge but you know what like the Beatles re- used to record an album in a day and those are some of the greatest albums of all time yeah, so right. I mean like oh the early stuff yeah yeah, yeah. like mm. I mean a lot of the Sun Studios like you've got yeah. like multiple guitars playing to one microphone like that's why it sounds so fucking good yeah because it's so limited sonically um and it just has another like it has another aesthetic to it like yeah. the limitations aesthetic limitations um you know everyone can appreciate minimalism it exists in so many different forms like the early
1: rock and roll was very minimalistic and that's why it's so fucking good yeah yeah that oh, that place you were talking about where the cassettes were that wouldn't have happened to be in Camp Hill would it yeah yeah uh, at, Thrillhouse? Our,
0: uh, at uh, Thrill House Thrill House yeah yeah I go good in job.
1: there I go in there all the time when I get mm-hmm. the chance and sometimes I'll take my kid in there and shit too and we'll mm-hmm. just like check it out say good day to Loki yeah and stuff. really nice nice people in lovely in there. place mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I bought I... some
0: crystals as well they've got a Fuck, little crystal yeah. shop Yeah I think I'm <laughs>
1: like there's so many other different things in there, and I think all I've bought there so far is just like a couple of stickers and cassettes. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: they got that mad antique center next door too. Yeah,
1: yeah, I course. popped in there, and yeah. you know what's really funny about that place? I'll give them props on this for the moment. Anyway, I think it's Phase Phase cassettes or Phase records. Um, uh, Jude, oh, the
0: record store next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Jude and I, uh, uh we were in. Oh, I can't remember which day it was. I think it was a Sunday. But we were just in the neighborhood, and we thought we'd stop in and say good day. But through house was shut for the day. Fair enough, whatever. We just mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I'll pop into the next door and have a look. And then yeah, we were just having to wander through. And then he finds his way into the back room and stuff, where there's all like these little miniature toys and and um, like those pop scut, those pop things, those pop vinyl things. Oh they yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, it was just like a separate room, like just for oh, little yeah, intricate yeah, things. I love this one. No, that's all right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like them Yeah, that's exactly right. Justice for all. <laughs> that's just, so good. Yeah, it's sick hey? Oh yeah, I would have fucking got that too. Not yeah, even a kid. I mean like that album as well. Oh yeah. that's my
0: favourite Metallica album. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I used to be my least favourite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now okay. it's my favourite. Like, yeah. Kill I just them all totally
0: all. one day it just made sense to me. Yeah. Oh kill 'em all. Yeah, dude. I love that. Uh, so I mean, like much. what Four Horsemen. Like, there's so that's many a good, good fucking Metallica. yeah <laughs> Master of Puppets is like a perfect album
1: yeah
0: um ride the lightning i mean they're fucking, like yeah they <laughs> lots get... of good metallica albums but i know something about maybe it's just because like i don't know justice for all just clicked for me what i i used to hate it mm. it's very like tinny it's like really sparse because they stretched everything out so mm-hmm. it's quite slow but i don't know just like the mood of it just ticked over for me one day and i just like i, I love mood and mm-hmm. like i love because big reader like I love yeah, to put something yeah. on and just like that's why I love like drone and doom um, mm-hmm. type metal and extreme metal in general yeah, yeah, it's, just yeah. Fo- it's like so meditative mm-hmm. um, it just helps you focus in it's like listening to classical music yeah. know, it just creates that ambience for yeah. you to live your life to go go I check out distracted
1: by it <laughs> yeah <laughs> go listen to a band if you're, like, if you're liking that stuff at the moment go listen to a band called Burial Pit they're from uh, oh, right. Sydney cool oh cool. yeah. dude uh, fucking ridiculous I've shit. heard of them. Yeah, haven't yeah of them? well, yeah. the Resin' Tomb guys played with them last oh, time they came right, up. Yeah. Right. Uh, when I, because I saw them and I took photos that night for it as well. It was Disentomb, uh, Shackles, uh, Resin' Tomb and uh, Drawn-a-Blank, I think I just said it before. Anyway, uh, Burial Pit. Um, uh, I, was on parent duty that night but i managed to put him down and get there once i uh once i finished up but i missed resin him, so that's why i didn't have photos for that night of them yeah but yeah oh dude they are incredible mm-hmm. incredible sort of presence if you're talking about that sort of yeah, like well, mood like, aesthetic yeah, like yeah. oh dude yeah they've got they've got some great great i went songs. through like
0: a period of like a, like a 10 year depression and i only just kind of like came out of it because mm-hmm. of this year like just yeah. like, confronting all that stuff like i was talking earlier and one of the things was just returning to listening to really dark music. Because mm-hmm. like, I couldn't really, like I did, like I love metal. I listen to it, but like, especially like I love black metal.
1: Yeah. And like, I just had
0: not listened to any for a long time because I think it started to make me feel worse. It's like that yeah, negative yeah. energy, the shadow energy of it was like more speaking to me than the empowerment energy of it. Yeah. Like now I listen to it and it's like, yeah, because it's like, you know, like, songs about suicide and all this kind of shit, but it's because you're confronting that part of yourself yeah. and surviving it, yeah. you know? like, And that's really, like, the coolest thing. That's why so many people in these bands are actually the nicest people yet. That's exactly be. right. I've,
1: like, mm-hmm. either it's influential to them in some point, mm-hmm. um, or they've been affected by it, which is why yeah. they write about it. You yeah, know? Exactly. Like it's So they have that understanding... But also, you'll you'll understand as well that, you know, they're just trying to be normal around you to make it, you know, like, I am normal. Like, I've got fucked up thoughts and shit, but I'm normal, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. But everyone has <clears throat> such fucked up thoughts. Dude. I know. I, like,
0: I, I'm confronting just... them is a brave thing to do, man. It's a way of
1: healing. Yeah, for sure. I, I Like, the the mental health aspect of that shit, too. Like, I'm always a big advocate for talking about it, especially for blokes and shit as yeah, well. Because, I, I mean, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm not... Sh- Again, I've gone back to it before, but it's like it's the modern times, you know, Mm -hmm. like, go talk to a therapist or a psychologist, Mm -hmm. I I see one on the regular, yeah, yeah. I, I, I take antidepressants because my head's fucked, you know, like, I, I have shitty thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. that get me really anxious and panic attacky and, and, you know, I have been suicidal in the past, this is stuff that you should be, comfortable to be talking about because that's what helps you grow that's what and it it, it destigmatizes the whole thing like you're not fucked in the head you're not fucked up you know Mm. like you Mm. just you have these thoughts that make you feel a certain way yeah and you should be okay to talk about it because that's how you confront them
0: yeah i mean i found myself in such a depression like very yeah suicidal i mean yeah for sure i wound up i tried to kill myself like a couple of times and um i just like that feeling because i just hadn't addressed it of like literally like just not being able to get out of bed not even being able to walk down the hallway in my house not being able to like hiding from like the windows in case thinking everyone hates me and like oh, oh that's, that's the hardest so one too negative thoughts. yeah and like i went up in the fucking hospital and um i was just like i'm not coming back to this i survived that I'm not, and I just made that choice, and it's not that easy, but I made that choice, and it was really, really hard, man. Yeah. Especially when the meds hadn't kicked in yet. Oh. And then they confuse you, because, like, your head's clearing out. Yeah, yeah. I had, like, this period, but, yeah, I went through, like, a hell period, and I, um... I had like severe insomnia for weeks and weeks and weeks, mm-hmm. like, sleeping like one hour a night. So I got into like meditating to try and like alleviate the lack like, of sleep because it didn't matter if I took sleeping pills, it didn't work. Didn't work. And like, I'd just get like just enough to not like die mm-hmm.
1: uh, like, and um, but your body needs sleep. Yeah. 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 Oh, Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um,
0: like and I, I was meditating like eight hours a day, like, cause I couldn't, I was so exhausted. I couldn't do anything else. I'm just like meditating so much. And um, it really opened up. It's that's really like that was a big part. Doing very serious. I mean, I'm not like it's hard to meditate for that long. I was kind of Mm. forced into it. But I had this one moment where it's like everything unlocked out of my brain, and I realized the truth of so much stuff that I just suppressed um, because I forced my brain to exhaustion into doing that. Yeah. And I like had like one of those astral traveling experiences where I had like a seizure and I astral traveled or whatever. Yeah, it was really wild, and um, and I just woke up and I like it was like this big unlocking of my brain um, where I, I'd switched out of it, and I just had like it was just that was the beginning of like really healing. I just yeah I um, I don't know what it was, man. Something came over me and I woke up and I felt like ecstatically good,
1: mm-hmm. and I was
0: just able to sleep again and just have a balance. And I just slowly got better and better to the yeah. point where I was like, oh man, I didn't re- well I thought I was better. And then the next day I'd be even better. I'd be like, oh my God, how, how does feeling happy feel? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. So anyway, yeah. that led me, cause like now I meditate a lot and I've been like getting into like just helping people with guided meditations, yeah. like friends of mine. And it's all like, I've learned about like chakras and all that. Like yeah. it's really very real. There's scientific elements to it yeah. so like I learnt about the science and now I'm into like learning about like the history of like Buddhism and yeah, meditation in general and... well it's all through most major religions have got a history of people meditating for long long hours yeah. and then like seeing God or whatever because like you open up your your head space and it feels like very divine you know Yeah. What I mean? so yeah it's been awesome and like I've got into like tarot cards and doing like all that kind of stuff it's really fun man because yeah. like a lot of people just switch off that like childhood that childish imaginative side to what living is really like telling your own story being in control of your own story Mm -hmm. and I find like tarot card readings really helps people like see like where because it just resonates with people how they see it
1: yeah
0: Um, it's really helpful and it's like now I'm helping people to heal in that way too like in there yeah i still go to my doctor all the time <laughs> yeah, i still yeah, see yeah. my therapist i still take my meds yeah you yeah. gotta do all that stuff because that's 3d life real life yeah um, but like that's yeah the spiritual like thing like element to things like definitely it was yeah. like, so profound for
1: me man like I, it's I, been it's really balanced me out a lot i think that's where a lot of people kind of slip up in the sense like not that they're not for the lack of the word trying or anything to get better but I think they think it happens overnight oh, in a sense, no. you know? Like, But it's that's the thing. It's a yeah. process where you need to build yourself up because if that's yeah. where you're at right now and you're thinking, oh, God, this is crap, you're yeah. already in that cycle where you're, like, switching off and you want to go back to your old ways. Yeah, it's you so know? hard
0: to let go. Like, yeah. When you first start to get better,
1: it feels shit mm. Yeah. because, yeah. like,
0: you're energetically not used to that feeling. Yeah, it's like how good people end up with toxic people constantly because it just makes sense to them. And, mm-hmm. But you're just being arrogant to yourself, trying to help these people, putting yourself in harm's way. Get together with good people and do something good that can aesthetically impact on everyone. Like mm-hmm. join a band.
1: Yeah, like you know, yeah, share your experience.
0: Yeah. Don't put yourself in that dangerous situation with. You. Yeah, and I just that's what I have figured out that I've been doing. Like yeah. I was in toxic relationships always in toxic friendships um was it hard i just had to say goodbye to a bunch of people and you know what it was really hard but fuck i'm so glad i did it dude yeah so glad and and like look as hard as that is it's not as hard as um staying miserable (laughs)
1: yeah that's way (laughs) harder right (laughs) it is it is a really hard balance uh if you haven't figured it out sort of thing i mean Mm. I, i don't think i have I'm still mm. dealing with a lot of shit that I need to process. Like I was saying earlier, like I've still got soul searching and shit to do. Yeah, like yeah. we always, yeah, we're always same. on that journey, but yeah, you know, ne- like, it never ends. I haven't, yeah. I haven't really got to that point where I want to be yet, and, mm-hmm. which is what I'm trying to get at where I'm working on it, but I'm not there yet. You know, I'm well, still trying to figure do shit some out. Tarot cards after that. <laughs> <before, laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I've never, I haven't done tarot cards. Oh dude. Yeah. Before. Let
0: me do your reading. Really.
1: Yeah. I love it man. I, yeah. yeah I love right. Cool. Do you, do you, was a lot of these influences as well like sort of s- stemming around like the music industry that you grew up in as well like um, was it sort of a culture? well thing?
0: i grew up very sp- my dad's a theologian so mm-hmm. like he's a, like professor of religion um, Yeah. so like i grew up very educated in like tr- histories and traditions of religions especially christianity yeah when i was young like i mean like I'm named after an archangel, Michael. Mm -hmm. Um, And like my parents like always talk to me about Archangel Michael's with you. And like, I just was like, I started like thinking on that, like how much protection there is out there for me and power I can tap into. Mm -hmm. Just started to claim it and own it. And um, it just resonated so truthfully to me. Um, Just, just, you know, it's a mythos, but it's also there's something to it that you don't need to understand what the fuck that is. It's just this energy that you feel and it's Mm -hmm. beautiful um so look i just started to get back into that spirit of that i had when i was younger Mm -hmm. like my child my childish imagination and apply it to the real world adult dark bullshit life that i like fell into to just find happiness yeah you know like it's like when people laugh at like nerds with lightsabers it's like they're happy. Yeah, <laughs> you know <laughs> what, okay. what you're enjoying, but fuck, like, at least they. And guess what? Yeah. There is such a thing as the force, okay? Because they yeah.
1: believe in it, so yeah. they believe in it, so it's real.
0: That's that's all that you need to. That's all that counts. You yeah. Because I mean, Cause,
1: I mean look, yeah, like, cause <laughs> early on, like like you're saying, you, like Soho sort of like really took off around 06, and uh, that was when you sort of started making the 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 movements and such. But like to get to the point where you're at where you're at now. You were, like I'm sure I read a post about this at some point from either the band page or one of your members or or not, but you were talking about uh, the fact that, you know, you would do like hundreds of shows like every year and then you got to the point where you were doing maybe just festival lineups or even just like one sort of tour for the year or, mm-hmm. or two, one at the start or one at the end sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. And it was that, you know... We've spent fucking over a decade getting to this point, Mm. you know? Mm. If if where we're at now is playing festivals and, and like, only one or two big big shows, Mm. we're going to put all of our energy into that Mm -hmm. because we spent, you know, most of our career early on doing a minimum, what, one, 200 shows a year at one point? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just non-stop. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Clowns were a good example of that Mm -hmm. too. Like, what got them them so big is Mm -hmm. that they were literally on tour yeah, 365 especially days overseas, a year. Like yeah. we, we lived in
0: America for a year and just toured non-stop. Yeah. It was such a good learning experience, especially with some of the bands that we've played with. I mean, the work ethic in the States, in the punk and hardcore scene, is um, it's awesome. It's, re- it's inspiring. Yeah. You know? The relentlessness of it, because there's always a show
1: yeah and it's so
0: big over Mm -hmm. there as well Mm -hmm. you have
1: such a huge amount of area you don't have to
0: drive 12 hours to the next city (laughs) yeah yeah um but yeah the um i mean like playing less when we do those festival runs there's always a lot of work that goes behind the scenes yeah oh that's the thing though as well like yeah yeah. because you're putting a whole it's like doing a big theatrical thing you're putting it together figuring out the lighting figuring out like yeah, just like, you know, it's um there's a fair bit of prep work that goes into yeah. it, I guess. Like, I usually have a fitness routine running into that, like, at least a month before. Yeah, so like, you want to be given least. 100% for Yeah, exactly. as best you can. You yeah. don't want to be half-arsed in it, otherwise. Yeah, and then you get that huge high when you do, like, those four or five shows, and then it's over, and you're like, oh, we do not have shows for three months. And then you're like, boom. That mm. was always my, like, shit point, because I'd be like, okay, now I'm going to fucking just do drugs and drink for a week. And like, I stopped doing that, like, because yeah. that was really the mistake. Just like trying to keep that high going and not really appreciating Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. right?
1: Because you mm-hmm. keep, you get that big rush, mm-hmm. and I, I can only imagine that at that level that you get to as well. It's fucking addictive, mm-hmm. having those thousands of people fucking scream at you, sort of thing. Yeah. And then you just go, oh man, this is great. I'm mm-hmm. fucking partying. I'm playing to thousands. Yeah, yeah. People. Next thing is like three days later, the show's well and truly finished, <laughs>
0: and <laughs> you're all <laughs> your the mates house going. We're so after party still. We're <laughs> fucking pants. So I, I think you really I... go see my kid. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously though, man. Fuck. And, um, but you know, like uh, you know, like trials. That's and that's tribulations. part of it. Yeah, I mean like for me now, um I'm just more prolific. Like I'm doing multiple bands because I've got the time because Soho affords me the time. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm going back into studying. I'm doing a PhD and Damn, I'm and I'm writing poetry, playing guitar again, you know. Because, yeah, like, yeah. I just, you know, I mean, I'm sober at the moment. I'm not going to be sober for forever, but I have been ever since I was in the hospital. And I want to be. Like, it's not, no one's made me, told me I had to do it. Or yeah, anything. yeah. It was but, a
1: um. Choice. It was watching, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Just so I could get my shit together, dude. And yeah. it just gave me that headspace and that spare time to, um, really, like, yeah, just figure my shit out. So, like, for the rest of this year, at least, I will be. But um, you know, like I'm not in a rush to to break. I'm on a bit of a streak now too, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, what so you get on that
1: streak, and you're like, yeah, yeah I want to keep it going. Yeah. Like, how long I can know, I do it? I you?
0: know. I was talking to my mate about doing a whole year. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. Man. I'm halfway through it almost, so, yeah, we'll see how we go. At least get to I'm those... not going to
1: beat myself up if I have a beer, like, seriously. Oh, yeah, <laughs> once you get to that point, right, yeah. where you feel like you're in control of what you're doing, that's that's the point, isn't yeah. it? You know, it's not about whether or not you reach that streak, or it's like, oh, no, I absolutely can't, you know, it'll yeah. ruin it, I'll fuck my head up, then you're overthinking it, you know, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's, yeah. it's self-control, like, if you're at that point where you're like, no, 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 I better not, well then, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely yeah, right, exactly. you better not. Yeah. But I mean, if you're like, like oh, yeah,
0: won. I'm sure I could now, but um, I just don't really want to. Yeah, so, that's like, it. That's like, why I'm not doing it. Like, I'll go to a pub, hang out with my friends. I hang out with people doing fucking lines, whatever. Mm. Like, I just don't want to. So, I want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean. Like, and that just happens things. to be what they do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like, I'm, I'm smoking. S- I'm back on the ciggies. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, like if that's one of the things so far that's kind of helping, I guess it's, you know, it's not. Yeah. Well, it's been good for the
0: meditation too, like because that kind of helped. Like it's like it was it's a nicotine a focus here, so... on the
1: breathing and yeah, I know, yeah. Well, like, to that, that sort of, like, hit that you get, but then you go into that, you yeah, go into yeah. a meditative state. Yeah, well, because you're breathing, you know? you're focusing on your breathing, you just take that time
0: out, you know. It's about giving you that me, yourself that me time. Plus, it's, like, mm. my only vice now, so.
1: yeah. Have like <laughs> I, think, I, I think my biggest problem with a lot of this shit is that that i've not been meditating i've been more disassociating and yeah, shit. yeah yeah and yeah. you know for anyone not knowing that it's just basically where you zone out and you distract yourself from doing shit that you probably should do yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah and and you zone yourself out to a point where it's like oh fuck i just wasted a lot of time doing nothing yeah <laughs> you yeah. know and so and i'm guilty of that a lot of the time it's still something that i'm trying to you know this is one of the things yeah. like i'm working on yeah because that's in usually I'll get annoyed at myself for doing that and then that'll bring on the anxiety and shit, you know. And mm-hmm. It's like, well this isn't yeah, it's is it, yeah. It's really hard to break out of it too yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, try meditating, dude, honestly. That's, I'll give I you think, some tips. Yeah, I think that's probably what I'll need to try and get back well, into. Well, I that.
0: got into this whole chakra alignment thing and now like I'm I'm like on such another level with it that like I know I'm not giving myself excuses, like mm. obviously is not healthy for you. But, of like, course. we're
1: adults here. <laughs> if you can align
0: your chakras, like, and it's called, there's this thing called the polyvagal theory, and it's like to do with the vagus nerve that runs from your crown of your head down to your butt, and you, mm-hmm. your chakras all run through that way. Yeah,
1: it's like so seven like, signs seven or seven symbols. Yeah, symptoms so something. it's
0: like here, your brain, your void, like your, yeah. down through your neck, Part I mean, like, I, In the like, it's just the polyvagal theory places it as like your vital organs. Yeah. In chakra meditate, in chakras, it's crown, third eye, throat, um, solar plexus, heart, solar plexus, um, stomach, your dick and your ass, Mm -hmm. or your vagina you've got one right and, <laughs> yeah. but like um it because like that basically that vagus nerve it runs right through your system and if you're depressed or whatever you're probably in a fight or flight mode and that's how anxiety Correct. comes on yeah and once you clean clean that out actually i like had a massive bunch of toxins that I released like I, once this happened like i had like diarrhea and shit for days my skin was all yellow my liver was like overloaded because it was clean clearing out this vagus nerve and um it regulates basically like it means your your vital organs are much more regulated. I lost, like, 30 kilos this year doing this shit. Fuck it! It just fell off me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'd gotten so overweight because I was so stressed out and, like, just miserable. And I, yeah. I was trying to lose weight. You fill the void and in I during that time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I just, but I just couldn't. I was exercising and I just couldn't lo- lose the weight because my body was holding on to it. Yeah. Because I was in fight-or-flight mode. I was just walking on eggshells in this relationship. And, like... Yeah, just didn't realise how traumatised I was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just dealt with it, dude. And, like, yeah, here I am. I'm fucking killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel
1: so good. Fuck yeah. And yeah. you guys, uh, the Soho as well, you guys just uh, pretty much, um what was it, uh, Yours and ours Festival, you're jumping on that as well? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so
1: you're, you're starting to add yourself back onto shows yeah, and shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. So... yeah, that feels good. We've got, like, four coming up. Now, but there's going to be more. There's another one yeah, in December. That's right. Yeah, there, yeah. Um, uh, West Theobarton and yeah, yeah, we're doing um,
0: yeah. So we're doing two. We're doing a sunny coast show and a gold coast show in just yeah. before Christmas. The Miami Marquetta,
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah.
0: And then oh, dude, I forget where they are sometimes. And um. And then we've got Unify in January down Victoria. That's
1: right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And
0: so yours and ours is coming up, and there'll be more like you know. Yeah. Just get announced as they come. And on. this
1: is what I mean before, like I was saying, like you guys do more of these festivals and shit now as well mm-hmm. because you can, like you've set up that mm-hmm. that that work ethic and to get yourself where you are, mm-hmm. you know, in order to be like yes, yes, we can do this <clears> shit. This is yeah. We have, this is like. Not really, sort of like a in your facing, but like, yes, we are this good. We deserve to be here. We fucking, we slogged it out, you know? Like, you can't be mad at us thinking that, you know, if it was like yeah, a band yeah. that had taken two years and they're on the headline, people would be like, fucking what? You know? Like, but you yeah, guys I have spent that, that build up. You're there. You deserve to be there. You deserve to take thanks, the time, thanks. you know? Like, well, I mean, like, one
0: of the things with festivals at this point, too, because there is a risk of like, you know, COVID's still there and. There's less risk for artists when you've got like a guarantee on a festival. That, yeah, yeah. You know, um we'll do our own touring where we front the, we advance the costs. Mm-hmm. It's just the business side of things, man. Like, you got to advance all the costs. We don't have the the capital to advance costs for like a the way that we would want to tour mm-hmm. because we've we're down to like no money now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we've had two years of like n- barely any work, you know. So I'm. We're so lucky to have survived it, honestly. Like, I don't even know how the fuck we did it. Because so many people buy our (laughs) t-shirts. But, like, literally, um, it's been huge. Like, I'm on, like, a third of my normal income. And I'm just so thankful that I'm still earning a living from it. Yeah, yeah. But it still sucks to have, like... Yeah, I was just like, what am I doing whinging about not working? I'm going to start some new bands and just play music every day. Like, yeah. Fucking hell! Like, what the fuck am I thinking? Yeah. And so I just started doing that, and it's just been yeah. I've got stuff going on. I'm playing drums for a couple of other bands on the side, just filling in like on out on recordings, and mm-hmm. I've just had stuff coming to me all the time. So yeah, I'm loving it, man. I'm yeah, loving it.
1: Those the op oppo- the chances to rebuild, I guess, is coming right. Mm-hmm. Like so, mm-hmm. this is the where where your, your your life is sort of coming on track as well the shows are announcing like this but not necessarily just for you guys but in general this is a chance for the music scenes in, in all the states basically mm-hmm. to get back on their feet and start playing shows again you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and to be able to put these back on again like I I don't know about you, but, like, when you get the chance to go to shows these days, like, I'm fucking fanging for it. Like, mm. especially one that I've, you know, that that I really want to go to, where I'm taking photos for or something mm-hmm. like that. Man, I can't wait. I can't mm. wait half the time. Even if I'm, like, anyone listening. If I'm not talking to you or I'm still, like, that's just my shit, right? Mm, mm. But to be there at that venue and to be watching the music that I enjoy mm. listening mm. to, oh, man, the mm. feeling has been so good. You <laughs> yeah, know? dude. Like... Just
0: going. I mean, just even. That's why, like, I just started going to see local bands playing like fifty cap rooms again because, man, you like, gotta go. You gotta oh go to some more common God. house shows, man. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: you do. If you get a good bunch of like DB or hardcore yeah, I love bands it, playing there, yeah, the place yeah. just gets I torn fell out up.
0: of the punk rock scene. I mean, to be honest, I was like really depressed for a long time. So I barely, I only really went to gigs if it had something to do with work. Yeah, and right. like the music became. Just work to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it, but like, it wasn't yeah, I just same, lost a lot of. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, just finding myself back in the hardcore scene. Like, I was like, why did I leave this? Why did mm-hmm. I fall out with all these people? There's a lot of the same people, a lot of new people too. It's yeah. great seeing the young kids come through too. Yeah. The new scene, like the new, um, the, the younger kids in the metal and the punk scene are awesome. Mm-hmm. and a lot of cool chicks too like mm-hmm. love seeing the girls getting into it more too so yeah yeah it's really good just nice vibes man a lot yeah. of it you know yeah
1: and oh look there's just something different about those sorts of shows too when you go mm-hmm. to it as well like especially when you're taking photos for it because like you'll hear people go oh it was fucking mental mm-hmm. but then you never see photos for them yeah, and shit. because yeah, then yeah. you're like well I want to how mental was it like <laughs> you know, like what exactly happened Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you can yeah, tell yeah. me but like I want to see pictures of yeah, it you know yeah. Yeah. The real, the big, uh, the 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 one band that's on the rise in Brizzy for that sort of thing at the moment is Toy. Oh, like, yeah, that's Yeah, sick. yeah, yeah like, they're, they've got that sort of, like, so, for an example, like, Sydney's got, like, one of their, like, they've got a huge range of bands and artists and stuff mm-hmm. that are down there, obviously. But, you know, like, say, Brisbane's got, like, their up-and-coming, like, on-the-rise hardcore, like, Toy. Sydney have got like, they've got a huge smorgasbord, but Speed, okay. they're, they're fucking like, they've got a huge, yeah, like, I need to dive deeper. Well. I've
0: only just started getting back into it, and yeah, I, oh, yeah there's just so many fucking good bands. So like many band camp is where it's at, too. And this is, why, <laughs>
1: this is why I kind of like jumped on the cassette train as yeah, well. Yeah, this, this was how I was finding out about more. Uh, local exciting bands to listen to and shit and then I started ordering like a couple here and there that were a little bit more than I would you know like because for a lot of these ones I got they were between like 5 and 10 bucks yeah, yeah you pretty know pretty cheap yeah. but the most the most recent one that I got that was the most expensive today it was 30 bucks mm-hmm. and well for a cassette for a wow. cassette yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but Should that we'll was um Do you want another drink yeah yeah we'll go another drink <laughs> yeah. Um but that was The artist' Murder they brought oh, out the they brought out a whole bunch of merch and shit like uh for their hate release because uh, mm-hmm. it was coming up it's coming up on the 10 years that they uh, released it cheers man um yeah so i picked up one of those cassettes and they're like limited to 400 so you know it's one of those cool things as well yeah, where, oh cool you what know, a band. i know i Mate, know that's a
0: band that was in the, like in the charts for, for an Australian extreme metal band to be like charting in the actual ARIA charts in the top five, like this is a lot about how good they really are. Well,
1: I remember seeing their well, I don't know how many times they had played up there at this point, but I remember seeing them in the 2008 when they mm-hmm. just released Infinite Death mm-hmm. with their old vocalist and everything at the Princess yeah, Theatre. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm so glad that that venue's back now. Yeah, too, yeah, you know? yeah, that's great because that's, that's, that's where, that's where so I great. like I grew up at that place, like going to shows all the time. Yeah, right, that was my all ages venue for a long mm-hmm. time I yeah would, they did a lot yeah I saw there, so yeah. many good bands there and that's what kickstarted it for me like I saw Parkway Drive there for the mm-hmm. first time um, yeah they, they used to
0: always do all ages shows yeah
1: and yeah, that. and that's the thing too that is needing to be a thing is all ages venues need to be mm-hmm. a thing mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. otherwise how are these yeah, new it's generations hard. it's so much harder you know we're we're potentially losing the bowl uh, East Brizzy Bowls Club yeah, um, yeah. I don't oh, know how soon but they don't really
0: have gigs there very often anyway
1: yeah, well, they got on. It's not so much the music gigs, but they do a whole bunch of other shit oh, as do, well. Oh, yeah, they do, You know, but like yeah. when they do have shows there, man, it's killer. Like there was a Wormfest happened there at the Balls yeah, Club. Yeah. Like such a good lineup, and yeah, like there's yeah. booklets now of like that festival oh, and oh, shit that you can get of like the photos oh, yeah, of the yeah, event. Like, oh, it's great. So many good bands think, played like, on it. I
0: think, with the, just talking about the East Brisbane Balls Club, we used to play there a lot, but um. Like some of our earliest, earliest shows um, Sorry, I'm just burping No, from, no, that's From right. the coke Ooh, Some bubble diet shit coke, Even yeah. though it's diet, diet shit It's still got, it's still got those bubbles yeah, yeah, to yeah. there. Right? Oh man, I'm addicted to diet coke um, <laughs> So anyway um, Yeah, look, I've always thought like, How much longer is that place going to sit there for Because it's such prime real estate mm. For what it's turned, that area's turned out to be If they do knock it down Which I'm thinking is probably going to happen mm. They just need to like Reply Build a space, because they've got, obviously they're going to develop it into a little precinct, right? So just put an art space in there, for the love of God, that's all Mm. you're going to fucking do, man. Mm. They won't want to do it, because it's going to be like a bunch of, it's going to be like some private facility for some rich assholes, but...
1: Or rental apartments for the upcoming Olympics bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, man, yeah. Well,
0: look, Brisbane's just
1: fucking exploding in size. Yeah, yeah. Maybe venues are just going to be pushed around. It's so frustrating. (laughs) Like I just—that's one of my biggest fucking pet hates right now—is the fact that yes, we should expand a growing city, but not on top of itself. for fuck's yeah, sake! Yeah. That's yeah, like, Sydney. That's how Sydney fucked up. Yeah, like yeah, uh, it's mm. you got—it's such it's, a big city too. Like that's geez. the thing. Yeah. Like it just you. you, you people would be less cranky if they Mm -hmm. had more space yeah yeah you know and but that's that's a truism for sure but but like (laughs) if you kill like there's potential to have their shows there that's what i mean right Mm -hmm. like and that was an all-ages venue Mm -hmm. and it still is until they whatever happens with it right but that's the thing there's just less opportunity now and there's it's happening more and more
0: yeah that's the thing like
1: at, at this point you're going to be playing aa shows in your backyard In order to start Yeah, yeah you know well I do? mean Like
0: I guess the Chances are It's going to be pushed out More to the suburbs Like there's Golby's Out in Ipswich now mm. I've gone there a couple of times that's... that's a that's a mission out there I've gone out there on the train I don't have a car Yeah So right. like But I mean it's worth it Yeah Oh, <laughs> That dude. place is sick It's has go so, yeah, All the way out to Bloody Ipswich now <laughs> For a punk show but West the... End used to be yeah. Full of house party Like house Little house venues Like Browning yeah. Street Studios Used to play all ages shows yeah. like BYR
1: there's none of that now yeah. it's too
0: hard to get away with
1: it yeah Tim's Guitars as well used to be yeah, thing, yeah you know like that mm-hmm. like little little things like that mm-hmm. would, would just Tim's Guitars are so important for the valley scene for yeah. sure it was vital. like a lot of people got around that, that yeah that's a real shame it I mean, is yeah. it is because yeah that it's it's just like one of those things so like how do you keep how do you keep the scene from from dying yeah, almost like because know, you've right. got so many stable holders essentially trying to keep it going because it just it there never seems to i know it sounds like you were saying before like the industry sort of like harps on about not enough support but with with certain aspects of it aspects of it sorry like it is true like Mm. from the very uh start of it all like even before all this focus on like who gets the most support during this hectic times and all that Mm. shit, right you know the arts industry was usually always the last lot of uh, mm-hmm. funding that was ever divvied out to those groups and shit. And when yeah. you would get it, it would be the fucking smallest amount compared oh, yeah. to everything else.
0: Well, now it's all funneled through NGOs, like Q Music, and I feel like, if anything, the, um... The, one of the... I, I, like It's really, in the arts community, it's a total recession that's happened. And all, I look yeah. at it as, like, the, rece- the best thing about the recession is that the centre the power base because whoever was politically invested in these NGOs are like less interested in really putting money into that. So it's not being funneled through this, these channels. Now there's opportunity to create new, um, uh, channels for like financing these things from the government. We can go like, bring it back to being directly from the government, not through like an NGO or whatever, because like they just, so much of that small amount of money gets eaten up by Mm -hmm. these like, you know, creative industries graduates who like you know are only there because they never could make a career for themselves as artists let's just be real i'm in a privileged enough position to fucking say stuff like that because i'm not (laughs) i'm I'm not threatened by by anyone but um you know it's hard because i just see all these young artists come through they go to fucking big sound and they get brainwashed and the same old fucking like you know always the same old motherfuckers just just got them, got them by the balls, and it's like, I saw this kid a year ago, and no one had him by the balls, and now they do. Like, yeah. what
1: the fuck? What happened?
0: Oh, he went to Big Sound,
1: <laughs> right? right. <laughs> a, a buddy of mine. Every year when it come, when Big Sound comes around, he gets real mad. He yeah. gets real mad about it, and then I this always is, wondered yeah. to myself, why is it that he gets so mad about it? And then there's you know, definitely like, like positives to it. Yeah. But
0: I mean, like. it's those kids wearing those kids who was just out of high school wearing lanyards going to these fucking like (laughs) please give me the answers to how to shortcut a career in music. Yeah, I want to get big quick. There is no shortcut is the answer. And like You gotta sell yourself a little bit of you Use your fucking brain. It's not that hard. (laughs) <laughs> I figured
1: it out <laughs> yeah. generally these days if you get big quick you've sold yourself for something you know like yeah, that's yeah not, like, not all the time yeah. but like just generally speaking like usually when everyone when anyone sort of like gets big overnight there's usually within the next couple of years a big flame out well it's usually you know? a
0: product of an industry yeah for yeah sure. yeah like, so
1: they get yeah. latched on like you're know, talking about and then, someone owns that yeah someone else owns
0: it yeah, yeah I mean like It's very cynical but it's just healthy cynicism and Mm -hmm. i mean like r.i.p michael gudinski his mantra was good things take time that's what he always told us we were working with him for years before our band broke through Mm -hmm. and he always believed in us and like he's one of a very rare breed of people in the music industry who would invest for the right reasons and Mm -hmm. like those people still exist i'm not look i'm not like just a pull things back for a second. Mm. There's a lot of great people in the music industry. Oh, and like, yeah. It's, it's, not like, it's not like... I know you're not I'm taking not, a I'm dig
1: not, at it. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. like
0: an anarchist or, like, saying it doesn't need to exist. Of course, I live off it. Yeah. But, like, I'm just saying, like, the fear of it not being there is mm. a trap.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't make it big without, like, it without the backing of the, the, the music industry, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But it. the artists are the industry at the yeah. end of the
0: day. And, like, just... Yeah, there seems to be less and less control of it as Mm. the years go
1: by. When you get to that point too, it's almost like you can, you you notice sort of like the atmosphere of the audience too, like you'll know who are really sort of there because they genuinely enjoy it rather Mm. than it's someone being, oh my God, I want to go see Soho, I heard them on the radio, like they're amazing sort Mm. of thing, rather than being like I've been following you guys, Mm. you know, like it's Mm -hmm. that core group of people where they're in there and they so shit, important you know man. and
0: those people are so important like mm. um, that's the heart and soul of it you
1: know yeah like yeah they're the first ones the to buy your releases yeah. you know yeah. the first oh, one yeah. they're the pre-order they're yeah. the ones I love
0: like... those people man I love meeting and talking to them on Instagram and like a few of those types like I've become really good friends with some of those people you yeah. know like they're some of the best people I've ever met in my life and like because they're, they're there for the community of it and they just love it man like yeah. they love it more than I do. Yeah, <laughs> it seems. Or like I forget. Like they remind yeah. me how much I love what I do. Yeah, know?
1: and like <laughs> that, there are other people out there that do genuinely enjoy mm. it. You know, mm. like it, it can be much more than just something that you listen to on the radio. It, it's yeah. a culture. Like it's, exactly,
0: man. Yeah, you know, exactly. it,
1: it's 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 about keeping the fucking bad eggs out and 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 making sure that you can build a healthy, mm-hmm. happy community around it too. And mm. that that's that's the. You know it's if the most important part the community aspect of it is yeah. so important you yeah. don't want to foster yeah. bad shit, you know because yeah. like, then that in itself causes a rot and then mm-hmm. your favorite venue or favorite musician or band or mm-hmm. uh, audience people anyone like once you start sort of going down that wrong path you attract those people that like that stuff too mm-hmm. like the the wrong path or the wrong attitudes or the wrong mm-hmm. ideologies backing your band or your your core message that you're getting across right mm-hmm. you, that's what it sort of starts to attract If you, you know like it's a real fine line sometimes especially like you're saying mm-hmm. it, it, with this online world too Mm -hmm. like it it changes it's changed a lot of how you know like Kill the Music man like Mm -hmm. that's how I found a lot of these bands that I went and saw like 2008 was so pivotal for me Mm -hmm. like going into the city every weekend and like going to Kill the Music seeing the new flyers of bands who were playing and shit Mm -hmm. It's how I that's how I grew up getting into the industry yeah, uh, or into the scene you know such a legend yeah, he you know. used to be
0: in a really cool emo band, Paper in the Plane. Yes,
1: yes, cool band, I. Yeah. So back um, uh, when when I was in high school, there was a guy a year above me. His name was Luke Dalt. He used to be mm-hmm. uh, when, when the old singer of the Paper in the Plane. Oh, uh, uh, um, and then they had a, Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, they had yeah That yeah. other guy, oh, yeah. that was Luke. Yeah, I, yeah was right. in, I
0: used to live with his girlfriend back in. the day. Dan's a legend.
1: So yeah, I don't, I don't know Luke actually. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, is, the, Luke, is Luke the dude who
0: replaced him or
1: something? Yeah, after oh, right, after right, that, right. but I, I never knew what really sort of happened. In that era, Like, I, don't I had know, no idea to keep track of what happens <laughs> with the bands and shit. It's yeah. so much easier <laughs> to know if a band's fucking falling out nowadays because they post up about it you know yeah oh
0: true you know what like stop putting up posts and put up posters because I never see fucking gig posters uh, oh yeah but mind you though they are (laughs)
1: fucking quick to take them down yeah they're on the internet yeah yeah. I
0: miss that though I'm just being a oh no but that's true I love seeing walking (laughs) by like the alleyways
1: and just seeing a fuck ton of posters and shit at least
0: put some flyers in record stores on the on the bench, just just for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the Flyers thing too. Yeah, because like again, that's how I found
1: out about shit when I'd go to kill the music. Yeah, yeah, you know the flies it. on the table and the little spot and yeah, then you yeah. grab them. You yeah, know, yeah, outside of that, like it's been man, there was like a good period, like I reckon it was like two thousand and eight to 2014 2015 roughly, where there was just like a smallest board of like insane shows, like mm-hmm. just across the board. And and for the metal industry too, it was huge. Like I remember in 2012 alone, I think I saw like I saw Dying Fetus and Napalm Death, and and that was when Disentomb opened for them. And I think it was like their Sick. first or second that show. Awesome. I had no idea yeah. as well. But I'm just like a young drunk kid, like yeah, like this is yeah. insane. Um I saw Joffrey Cowboy and decapitated there with Psychroptic. Uh right. And like that's how I got into Psychroptic.
0: And how long long they've been around. That was them
1: well, they they were observant was what fucking took them across the world sort of thing. Like they signed a nuclear blast and released Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And then you just saw Psychoptic popping up everywhere Mm -hmm. and shit, you know. Mm -hmm. Um such a good band. Look, oh man, there was Australia had one Summer Slaughter Tour. I don't know if you ever heard of the Summer Slaughter Tour. It was massive over in the States. Right, right. right yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. I've definitely heard of but it. But yeah. they tried bringing it here to Australia, and they did, but it was, from memory, like, it was really fucked. Like, there was a lot of fuck-ups and shit. Um, and, it, like, it was a one-time thing where it came here once and never came back. But it was yeah. also the last time Necrophages played a show, and for them, like, they were, like, a stable hold for me for a while of, like, pivotal... Like death metal, sort of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I didn't go to it. I don't know why, I can't remember why I bailed on it, but like since then, from memory, they haven't played a show since, yeah you know. And I'm like, oh, it's one of those moments <laughs> you miss out on seeing on yeah yeah, 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 But then, but and again, uh, in 20, 2011, 2012, uh, it was, uh, yeah, Nile and Deca- uh Nile and, um, Hate Eternal. Um, Abigail Williams, like just so many of these huge, sort of like stable name bands and shit in this period, but then ever since then, it's just never been like that. Mm. You'd never get like four international, yeah, metal yeah. bands playing on one bill because that's yeah. what it was. It was Decapit, well, three, sorry, three and then a uh, but still like international. Well, psychoptic are an international, they level, are, right? The, yeah, yeah. Level, but like Aussie, are. but yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, international stage, right? So you had Origin, psychoptic um misery index and decapitated on that show. Mm. Like you you never get that now. Yeah. You get one overseas band Lucky to get two. To yeah, you days, used to get you know? a lot um, around the times of Soundwave too, because it was yeah. like all the side shows, side waves yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Or sound. Um,
0: yeah, or yeah. Fucking whatever you know, they and there's I guess like there's ebbs and flows to these things. I, no, festivals are generally usually a lot smaller these days. Though they I mean? are. I guess yeah. there's less financial. There's more of them and they're smaller. Yeah, they're more like boutique as they call them. Mm-hmm. I miss like I mean I do like that, but I wouldn't mind a big day out or something coming back. Like, yeah. 50,000 like
1: 50, people at one thing. Like, yeah. like it's a
0: football game.
1: It's, look, I think it can be done. Like Definitely. They were Like, Download was starting to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Download was,
0: like, 30,000. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I think they... Oh, uh, yeah, that, that was so much. We played the last one. Oh, that's... did you?
0: No, Oh wait, no, I'm talking about Good Things. Oh, Good Things, yeah, Good yeah, yeah. Things is pretty big, though. <laughs> that's, that's another one, <laughs> yeah, though, too, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, that's a good festival, yeah. too. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be back. Like, it's just... Got fucked from COVID, obviously. That, yeah. Like
1: most of these fucking mm. they, you know, mm. like it's it's it, it's the rebuilding process, and you know it just sucks that it takes time. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about it before, like yeah, it's a, it's, yeah. A, it's, <laughs> a, it's a slow rebuild again, and you're like, fuck, I'd already done it. <laughs> you know, oh, but it's, it's not even the bands; it's the scene itself. Like, yeah, I
0: think it's going to come back really strong next year. I'm really excited about heavy music. It is. I think people want to hear that, especially like. Because it's just real, dude. It just resonates with people, especially because I haven't to see live music for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, actually seeing, like, a punk band take the stage to, like, not just a small stage, like, a fucking festival stage and just rip the fucking shit apart. It's going to just blow people's minds, man. They're like, oh, I forgot this is a thing. It's, yeah. like, the best thing ever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no backing tracks on stage. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Everyone's just ripping and it's real, like,
0: and, um yeah i think (laughs) i
1: I don't think you're wrong though in saying that once we're able to like get the internationals over again like Mm. it'll Mm. it'll fucking go again Mm -hmm. i think because once everything starts picking up again like once you know like it's always usually supply and demand when there's Mm. not enough fucking supply and you have a huge demand like it's going to be more expensive to Mm -hmm. do shit Mm -hmm. like you know flying and all that shit but once it sort of evens itself out it'll, it'll 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 come back to some sort of normalcy but yeah you know like well promoters and agents have got they're gonna it's like be
0: careful what you wish for man like I've got friends who are like oh my god I'm so pumped now it's like this is what we've been asking for this for two years. You forget how busy you were before COVID. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just enjoy s- it, man. <laughs>
1: you, you get caught up in so much stuff, and mm. it, it's crazy. Like again, i was saying before, like I still got shit to work on. I still, yeah. you know, I think, you know, well, living out there and having more shit to do will mm. help you with that, dude. Yeah. Because there's nothing like just
0: living your life mm. to help you happiness man like, yeah you know like it's as long as you know as long as you, you know you're addressing that stuff and that's mm-hmm. the important thing it takes fucking a lifetime of, like I've got dysthymia it's like I'm always gonna have depression my whole life mm-hmm. I was born with it but it's genetically it's like a um, it's like generational trauma like it's because of being Irish my whole family's got it mm-hmm. and like it's actually been really cool to find out about that stuff because now I know about so much of my family history my ancestors with like you know all the esoteric stuff, it's so cool to know like who was your like great 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 grandfather, mm-hmm. some of the people that I'm related to. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, like. But my point is like I'm always gonna have that. It's always yeah. gonna be part of myself. So I just think you know what it's something I like about myself too because um. It makes me, like it's having that melancholic side makes me an artist as well. Yeah, be an artist without that without that sort of like um. That I'm a very like happy very positive thinking person but deep down my shadow self i've got like dark shit going on in my head i got demons bro <laughs> day dude dark dark yeah. shit and um you know what i like that i like that about myself i find mm. very little things to be disturbing i can watch any horror movie i'm not like shocked because guess what that's already gone on inside here Yeah, yeah and yeah. like you know what like it's just I find it inspiring, dude, because yeah. I've just managed to get it in. I'm in control of it. dude. Yeah. that's why I've like gone back to heavy music, gone back to listening to black metal. That's why that music resonates with me so much because it yeah. speaks to my experience, um, and it's made me more happy, made me more positive. You know, like it's I've transmuted it into something joyful, which is so yeah. fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, and it is funny too because like you always see those stupid, stupid pictures of being like, oh, just what is it, like, you know, uh with the heavier music as well, like where you see, like, that kid in a wheelchair being hoisted up by the fans. Yeah, like those, yeah, yeah, know, right. Yeah. And, you know, Love it can it. be hijacked in certain ways, but, like, at the end of the day, though, like, that is, like, in any genre, that is what mm-hmm. you're aiming for. You want, you want that vibe, you want the happiness, you want, but you also, in, in every scene, it doesn't just have to be... Um, you see that in like a normal pop rock show or some shit like that. You do see it like with metal shows and shit. It's not all like demons and and, and angry and screaming and, and murder and stuff. Oh, there you know, are general...
0: Like, there's genuine sociopaths yeah. in, the, in the metal and the hardcore scenes. Like, I mean, God damn, there's some definite ones. But I like, like, Evil not, people. Yeah. I've met some really evil people. Yeah. But you yeah. know what? Like, they're still, they, there. They're still yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've met some really evil people in the like... In every in every walk of life. Yeah, yeah, they, they are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's just whatever, like whatever you associate yourself around with, whether it the music or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, It's like, oh shit. Okay, maybe they they're attracted to this stuff too. Shit, I have to be yeah, aware. Like, but you yeah. can also work out who the assholes are and who they aren't. Like, mm-hmm. generally speaking, like usually it's pretty easy to tell for me. Mm-hmm. from a front perspective as well. Like, once I start talking to you and get an idea on what you believe in and stuff, we usually yeah, work out yeah. whether or not you're an asshole. You know? <laughs> oh, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... But it's that... Yeah,
0: t- it's... it's Trust your intuition, dude. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Like, you we were saying yeah. earlier
1: about, like, we, you can feel, like, the energy in a room sort of thing. It's mm-hmm. like that too. Like, I feel that, like, when I walk into mm-hmm. a space as mm-hmm. well. And a lot mm-hmm. of the times, and it's... I hate it saying it so much, but, like, I feel that a lot of the times when I go to... Like, not... Not, not metal gigs per, so much, per se, like the Art of Ruin one, but, like, more of the old-school sort of metal that is around in Brisbane. Like, I, I avoid going to the sh- to those shows at the moment because I don't like the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I don't like yeah. the atmosphere of the, the, the people that are there. Mm-hmm. Like, the music's great. I love the music. Yeah, yeah. But it's the people that it associates yeah. with at the yeah, moment. Yeah, no, I not... mean people,
0: people carry energies with them. Yeah. You, you, it, it latches onto you. It's like, well, I mean sometimes i'll jump on the fucking bus in the morning mm. and i'll be in the best mood and i'm like oh man suddenly bus. just a wave yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, you know what i do i just go you know what everyone just take cop my good shit all right please because i'm like just fed up with like the, the other way around you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just got sick and tired of being angry all the time but let's yeah. be happy for a change yeah. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah man but no i definitely know what you mean man um mm. Yeah, I've I've felt that before. And that's real. That's really real, actually. Yeah. It's it's, you're intuitively sensing it. And it's it's instincts. We've evolved these instincts. We're highly intelligent creatures. Mm. Uh, It's like a sixth sense, man. Like, I mean, people call it being psychic, whatever. Like, it's just trusting that you know what the fuck's going on. And in fact, actually, a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of mental health issues come with a denial of, the divine intuition which is like just the human thing because Mm. it's so fucked with by propaganda and like just uh, double double speak whatever George Mm. Orwellian shit you know what I mean like just it's really easy to manipulate people's thoughts and feelings and opinions to the point where they don't trust anything that they think yeah. They lose trust yeah. in I think themselves.
1: That, yeah, I think that's the biggest problem Like with this whole fucking online shit with the Facebook yeah. stuff is because mm-hmm. there's so much of that. People are starting to believe things that are just out of this world, right? Mm-hmm. But they think it's so normal because they're seeing their friends sharing it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, it's so true. Like, this is fucked. And it's like, yeah. you guys are spitting nonsense. Yeah, like, yeah. It's
0: amazing how these um, Silicon Valley media platforms have created algorithms where you create the propaganda
1: yourselves yeah <laughs> you, start, you watch it's brilliant one, isn't it you watch one <laughs> video that is spruiking like propaganda shit that's yeah. like not on the wavelength you are and yeah. suddenly your algorithm goes from seeing shit that you normally yeah. see to yeah. like fucking yeah. kill those woke fuckers it's like holy shit yeah holy yeah. shit how do yeah, we get this I so know, quickly I know man and, oh you know, like, God. and that's a thing, like, what you, you go on it online enough every day, and that it just it warps your way of thinking, mm-hmm. you know. I've got uh, like, I keep on retweeting and posting on my
0: socials, throw your phone in the bin. Yeah, I see that, I see and that, and like, because I like, know no one's gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, but you're it's still like, using just remember, phone. this is all rubbish. Yeah, like, this is all a bunch of rubbish. Just remember. Be- like don't forget don't think that this is important don't think that any of this shit is real yeah. it's not real it's what's around you what's really there the people around you people you're actually interacting with that's real and that's what i mean about like the whole it doesn't matter what's in your heart because you just got to appreciate who's fucking there man that's right? that's that's it
1: like who is there at that point in time mm. uh, mm-hmm. for that moment rather mm. than like were they doing mm. it
0: from a lot afar? of these, yeah a lot of these people who are so online refer to people who aren't as like normies mm. and the thing is actually the normies are you people mm. like you've just fallen down the rabbit hole because everyone's fallen like everyone's doing that now like mm. more people than not that's being it's, a normie it's, it's just fucking taking the plunge down the fucking propaganda rabbit hole of silicon valley dude there's companies have got more money in them than all of wall street yeah they're so rich yeah like it's insane dude it's insane
1: so much money is just in that one area as well and like i was talking to my work buddy about it too and it's like if you have enough money whoever you are you have the potential to manipulate Mm -hmm. any sort of market you want Mm -hmm. if you want to dabble if you want to get into the fucking PR market or whatever it is and you've got the money behind you or whatever all you got to do is talk to a few people, throw some money down and you're mm-hmm. fucking done. Like you've got your mm-hmm. setup, you're ready to go mm-hmm. and that's that's the biggest thing and if you want to start getting more hectic where you want to start manipulating leg- legislation within your county or your state or your mm-hmm. country yeah, yeah. you know, if you have enough money behind you or you have a monopoly of some industry like here for example with the Murdoch press, mm-hmm. you have you have the ability to control the narrative yeah, of, of so course. everyone who's able to walk into a server or whatever is going to see a front page news of, of here for example with the courier mail mm-hmm. and it's going to be some slag off about the current government that's in power yeah. and it's usually because it's from a narrative yeah. that's coming from Murdoch himself who want, who, as we all know is a piece of shit who owns a lot of money mm-hmm. but he has that power to dictate what people think literally because he yeah. owns the, like almost all of the online print. Oh, especially and in Australia. Dude. In Australia. Australia like, yeah, he insane. has the power to do that. So, yeah. if you're starting to spruik this sort of shit that comes from, say, like, Courier Mail or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. not, like, most of the time, it's all fucking started by him and his agenda. Mm-hmm. You know? So, if they're like, oh, who do you trust and stuff? Well, it's just look around. Yeah, yeah. Look around and just you gotta read. you got to
0: learn to read between the lines. With it as well. I mean, I'm really happy mm-hmm. I studied... Um, like, I'm, part of my PhD is in propaganda. Like, yeah. I studied this at uni, and I learned how to read between the lines. And I did media text analysis first first semester of uni. Mm-hmm.
1: And
0: it was great, because like, I feel like that was my guidebook to realizing, like, how this shit works. Like, and how... Especially how film language works. Visual language is so manipulated to... It goes right down into your cortex. And, um, yeah, like, everyone's just speaking that... Se- it's an intuitive language. Everyone can speak it without having to learn it. That's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about cinema, and um, it's so misused. It's it's um, it's a beautiful invention that's been misused, and people just only know how to watch one way of watching films. And you know, they're like, "Oh, I can't watch foreign movies. I just don't understand them." It's like just open up your vocabulary. Why don't, why don't and, you, you try? Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can narrow mind because you've been brainwashed into only seeing things this way. You know yeah yeah but yeah i mean it's like it's interesting how facebook are turning the changing their name to meta because that's really what it is it's it's become like this new way like facebook has literally contributed to like human psychology on a massive scale where people have split part of their identity off and put it onto the internet and that's part of where their their identity lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so happy that I was born in the world prior to that, so I can see it. But like young people these days who don't know the world outside of social media, they have so much anxiety, caught up in like how they're perceived and represented online. And it's like just throw your phone in the bin.
1: Yeah, yeah, back to that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what
0: I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's not worth that feeling. Is it worth that feeling? You, mm-hmm. you don't want that feeling. You're just addicted to it. It's not you.
1: That's mm-hmm. why you're so fucking confused. Did you ever have a MySpace? I had a MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I reckon, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 was talking, I was talking to um, my last, my next podcast that comes out, we were, we were talking about, um, the, like, I, I reckon fucking Tom knew that what he had his hands on was a bit too fucked up and he bailed. Like, mm-hmm. he, he let that shit go, right? And mm-hmm. then, uh, what's his name? Zuckerberg came yeah, through. Yeah. And then, you know, MySpace kind of, Fucked off and yeah. you know died off. But it's
0: interesting how Facebook blew up and MySpace died. Hey? Yeah,
1: well Tom just left. Yeah, you all know, right. You know, yeah, right. Like, he just he was like, this world is not for me. Yeah, you know, yeah. And yeah. Like, is he just gone? Well, it's not, did he sell it or something? He, he sold off know. his shares and he yeah. just went traveling. Oh, well, yeah.
0: fuck it. How much money do you need? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's well, it. how much like
1: Facebook's almost but that's. Worth
0: Meta's is going to be worth a trillion mm. dollars. Dude. But that's also like, the thing. Like, who needs a trillion dollars, man? Yeah. Seriously.
1: <laughs> you literally have, like, that example right there where it's like, this guy knew what potentially could happen and, you know, didn't go through with it, sold mm. his shit and bailed. And then Facebook was like, ah, oh, there goes my competition. Yeah. Straight up there. Yeah. And now look where it is. It's like, the it, it's becoming so ingrained in our lives now. We literally have to sort of live in a sense, it's, well, for some people anyway, they have to live through this shit because it's also how they work. Yeah, they? yeah. You know? I like, grew
0: up in the internet of anonymous chat
1: rooms and, um, MSN and all that Yeah, MSN
0: and like, when I, I remember when Facebook first came around, and I was like looking at it, and I was like, it just looks like a chat room, but you can't use an alias. Oh, I thought it was shit. Yeah, I was like, it just looks out. boring. It's white and blue, and you can't use a fake name. I was. What's it's fun to use a fake name? Yeah. Like That's the whole split your identity off thing. Yeah. Like it's fun to represent yourself as a completely different person on the internet, not out of like fraud, fraudulence, mm. but out of like actually, Creativity. actually, this is me. Like yeah. my Twitter accounts, where I do that. My name yeah. on Twitter is something stupid and it's got no photos of me yeah. it's uh, and i just tweet about like things that i'm interested in that i know only a few random people that i that who follow me are going to also like um like about you know stuff that not, no one is violent so fan fans going to give a fuck politics philosophy whatever yeah. like cuz i'm a nerd yeah. and i'm like that's my avenue and i like how people like a lot of people who follow me on twitter don't know who the fuck i actually am yeah
1: you know they just get weirded out there's not the tech- there's not some sort of not bias per se but like the the response that you're going to get from them is more than likely going to be genuine because they don't know that you're uh, yeah. or who you are or what you do or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that. And you know? like
0: it's so important. I think anonymity is important. And like I'm sorry, but like I understand online bullying and all this kind of shit, fraudulence is all really something to guide yourself against. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the freedom of anonymity in a place where you just write like two sentences. I don't really see the the problem. It's all linked to a real account anyway. Mm-hmm. You're a real, like, they can find out who the fuck you are anyway. The if forensi- they really wanted to, yeah. Yeah, the forensics are at that level. Like, it's just, um, no one likes people misrepresenting themselves. But you're not. Actually, that's who you are. Mm. You are, you can represent yourself as whoever you want to be, man. You can change your fucking name if you want. You can put a different picture. That's not really who I am, but that's who I feel like I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just as true. Yeah. You know, like... People, that's that's liberate. That's having liberty. You know, Mm. like taking the liberty with your own identity. Mm. And people are very fixated on this concept these days. It needs to extend out to multiple different ways of looking at life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, unless unless you want to just stick to that, you know, that's the way it's going to be. But unless you actually sort of enact change on it and get people being like, okay, well, look, we don't want to fall down this rabbit hole and make it harder for ourselves at this point. Let's try and think of something new that will still keep the regulars in, you know? Like, mm. I'm, I'm, I I'm, I, I think it's getting harder and harder for small businesses to be able to do anything, you know, these days mm-hmm. in terms of marketing or selling themselves mm. or, or whatever, and it's the same for bands. I think they're having a harder and harder time nowadays to yeah. actually get fucking something going because yeah. that's the age that it's suddenly become, you know? Mm. And it's almost like needing to go back to basics. Yeah, and I think, like, this is what i mean. like,
0: COVID is, like, the... The, it's the signal of the next wave, and yeah. it's just coming out. It's like the old wave is out here. It's too big. It's gonna burst. Mm-hmm. The new one's just coming out. Just, it's just like the drop in the ocean. You know how the ripples?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- yeah, yeah
0: get yeah, that. Yeah. Get your idea. Get your head around the visuals. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the next ripple is just starting out, and it's not really like at a. It's not even close to really growing out to its full size. But I can just get a sense of it coming out there mm-hmm. now, and like people are much more find people getting much more involved in their local communities, especially yes. with the restriction on travel. And mm-hmm. that's great for small business, man. Yeah. Like, you know, who fucking need at the end of the day, who fucking needs the internet, man? Mm. Like I'm always going to use it. Obviously we do need it because we've been forced into needing it. Like we need fucking electricity. But mm. at the end of the day, like, just look, look up, look out, look side to side, this shit around you. Yeah. Like and- that's been a great re- revelation to me from COVID. Mm. Like one, well, I mean, since like obviously at some point we couldn't leave our house Yeah. As soon as I could leave my house, I'm going to the coffee shop right there because like it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you're back home. and
1: yeah. You're back <laughs> inside. You know. Yeah, like, yeah
0: But at least I got to go say hi to somebody. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's
1: such a huge change when you, instead of interacting with yourself in the mirror for a change. <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, You're yeah, actually yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you're hey, a fucking person. How yeah, are you? Yeah, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. I'm so lonely. Yeah, looking at <laughs> the mirror. I'm fucking sick of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like you, you got no one else to talk to after a while and you just yeah, like dude. fuck man like oh man
0: well i live by myself man i got this I've got...
1: hey the cat dude yeah, <laughs> and you, and you just, if someone's walking by it's totally justified oh, yeah, like, yeah he's, yeah, all, yeah, he's yeah. all right he's just talking yeah, to his fucking but, cat. i mean living in brizzy it's been pretty chill really we've been very lucky we have been you know i, I think it, that in itself becomes like one of the problems too i think because of, we did so well in this people are just like whatever it's fine like we haven't had that many people die we're fine whatever Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. but it's like well we did well because we did what we should have done yeah yeah you know like we we did our best to do it you know and the whole point is to minimize people Mm -hmm. losing their lives right that's the whole idea
0: we've been very lucky I feel like there's obviously a correlation with the climate I mean, I look, I'm no scientist, but it's not as cold here unless people get colds. Mm. I don't know. I'll leave yeah. it at that because I don't, I'm, honestly I don't know a thing about the virus. Yeah. Uh, I got sick of finding out about it, so I just, Did you just stop? Out. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, I went through that phase <laughs> and I'm out of it now because yeah. I, I know enough. I don't need, if I hear anything else right now, and it's just bullshit, like yeah. ooh, whatever, yeah. channel that out. Because after a while, when you hear people... It's too much, man. It's too much. That's it. Like, you uh, you talk about the burnout shit, right? Like, I I was talking to Tanuki about it one time. And, yeah, he was like, man, don't forget to give yourself a fucking breather from this shit. Mm. Because once you start, like, looking into, like, Mm. more of this sort of fucked up shit, like, ideology stuff that people latch onto these movements, Mm. you're going to need to rest. (laughs) You're going to need to give yourself a... Uh, a couple of days even a week or a month or something once you sort of delve into it because sometimes it can be pretty fucked up especially you know like the way that how some people actually think and then you catch on to the movements that they're a part of and stuff and you're like
0: oh yeah Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah
1: you know i yeah, had to I'm do that trying. i had to be like oh well, that's enough you know yeah, well, so I, I, yeah. try, I try and regulate what i see now because it's like once one it gets me worked up mm-hmm. and two it's like oh, i've seen this stuff before it's almost like triggering like because it's mm. like ah dude it's still the same fucking narrative or whatever where it's like yeah the, the propaganda yeah. shit that you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. like it's yeah. you're just trying to spoon feed it to me in a different way now Mm-hmm. It's a different method that you're yeah. trying, you mm-hmm. know. It's latched mm-hmm. onto a different thing. Oh, it comes to this and yeah. it comes to that. It's the it's same like, formula. It's just done, put through a different... Thing. I know. It, it gets so yeah. tiring. And I guess that's how the people sort of like fall into it. It's like they mm-hmm. get tired of get fighting it and they just mm-hmm. go, Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like, you just give yourself enough time to give yourself rest. Yeah. You know, and... and, <clears throat> and I just,
0: think like, you know what? It becomes a banality to mm. just take it as what it really is. And that's exactly, give yourself a break from it. There's mm. really like, unless you're a scientist, there's no like secret, there's nothing else you're gonna find out about COVID, man. No, we know, no. we know what it is. It's a banality. Yeah. And like, so just try and move on with your life. Yeah. You Stop know, There were loads of, the loads of illnesses around or before COVID. Mm. It's gonna be more, we all copped it. It's been terrible.
1: Let's do our best to fucking Let's work move through the it. Fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a piss. Maybe no, I was, <laughs> I was. gonna say, yeah, no, yeah, This has been a pretty good, good length of time as well, yeah, and cool. it's fucking so muggy again. Yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. I don't know why I'm wearing long sleeves. Yeah, those. look, man. So I when? Guess, so yeah. are you finished? No, that's right. That's right. So you've got? Have you got any shows finishing up this year? Was it uh, this yeah, year yeah. or next so,
0: year? So yeah, yeah. We've got um, best night ever on the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. I can't remember which one's which, but they're on the 18th and the 19th of, of December. December. Yeah, yeah. Um, so check out our Instagram. And uh, I think those shows are really close to selling out. If not, there's more. Check out our website. Go on the Insta. There's links. Yeah. You'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> don't, we're don't, we're all listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I had a really good time. It's been yeah, a fucking blast. And yeah. I... I can't. I can't wait to see what you guys get up to next. Honestly, like Thanks, man, yeah. new tunes and plus like hardcore bands, bro. I want to see you playing a hardcore band. It'd be so fucking sick. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Yes, I love that <laughs> shit. All right, man. Fucking awesome. legend. Thanks, shit. Yeah, Thank you're a legend you. Too, man. All right, Thank legend, you. guys. Cheers.